All right, and we're live on the Niche Agent. So today we got a great guest. It's Kevin Baker from Kitchener Waterloo. You're from Remax. So Kevin, why don't you take a second and tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here? Uh, thanks, Ryan. Um, thanks for having me on the show. Um, my name's Kevin Baker. I've been in business for this will be my 13th year. Uh, I've been with Remax for the last seven years. I started with Cobalt Banker, spent five years there, and then I've been with Remax Twin City um, in Water or in Kitchener for the last seven. Um, Father of three kids, um, grew up in a small town north of uh, north of Kitchener in Hanover. I got into real estate when um, my company was downsized, and uh, I was uh, kind of forced to look for a new profession. I've always been uh, been in the sales profession, but uh, I thought, well, what what better way to 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 make a career, make a living, than selling the biggest asset anybody has, which is a house. So. That's what kind of drove me into that business, and uh, it's been great ever since. Okay. So for you, your claim to fame or your shtick is direct response marketing and online marketing. So can you tell us a bit about what you do and uh, how that's worked for you? Yeah, like I have to start quite – I guess I have to start at the beginning. Um, about, I've been doing it about four, four and a half years now, and I never did it before that, and um, I kind of had an aha moment. I was uh, out at a bar, actually, and it was because of a girl, and uh, – I met a I met a nice lady, and uh, the next day she tried to find me online, and she couldn't find me. <laughs> and so she knew I was a realtor, and she tracked me down eventually. And uh, she said, "Well, I couldn't find you." And I went, "That's a big aha moment because if you're looking for me, and you can't find me, that's a problem. What happens if the people who aren't looking for me, how are they supposed to find me?" So I kind of made it my mission over the next two to three years to learn everything I could about. Uh, search engine optimization, using Google to drive traffic to my websites, uh, using WordPress to how to build a website, using direct response marketing to engage customers, um, you know, giving away information for free um, because that's what the consumer is looking for. They're looking for information so that they can make an educated decision about buying a house and they don't want to talk to a salesperson. So that's, that's kind of where that process started. And it's evolved into uh, what I consider to be quite a good business. Um, you know, it affords me a good living. Uh, it's actually decreased my workload and decreased my work hours, but increased my income. So it's it's been it's been wonderful. Yeah, one of the things we've talked about is for you the big thing is is cutting back on that hours you work. So can you give an example of how often you actually are working? Uh, I would, and you know, people don't maybe don't want to hear this, but I probably work less than thirty hours a week. You know, in the real estate business. Um, I do a lot of stuff at night. I'll work on my websites. Yeah. I will, uh, you know, I, I shoot a video and I upload that kind of stuff. I, I guess I don't consider that work time. I'm talking about, you know, showing clients' houses, doing offers, uh, you know, working on the marketing side of things. Um, that internet and the website and the, the video is, to me, is I enjoy it. So it's not, I don't really consider those work yeah, hours. But, sure. but it definitely has uh, decreased the amount of, um, time I've had to spend in the business to generate leads. Okay. So prior to doing this style, what were you doing to generate business and what was your marketing like? You know, it'd be referral, uh, you know, meeting past clients, uh, you know, handing out business cards at functions. Uh, I did a little bit of cold calling. You know, I, I really hated it. You know, cold calling strangers at supper time. (laughs) Most people do. I sure most people do. Um, I did a little bit of door knocking, you know, but I, I thought to myself, if, you know, if I have to make a living cold calling and door knocking, I probably won't make a living. Um, and it it was productive. You know, I I cold called, uh, my first try at cold calling, I cold called seven or eight houses and I went over to see two of them and I listed one of them. So, 
you know, it, it wasn't that it was unproductive, but it just, I hated it, you know, <laughs> and I, I'd rather, I'd rather give people information that they find useful and helpful. Yeah. And when they're ready to call me, yeah. they will. That's, I'm a big believer in that. Um, the education-based marketing, when you put them first and their needs and their wants first, you're going to get back the business. And a lot of agents think that you got to lock down everything, keep it in a tight vault and not give them anything because they think you're going to control that information. But the it couldn't be more opposite of that. It, exactly. You know, with the with the internet, the advent of the internet, information is readily available. Yep. You you know, back in the old days, the the agents controlled everything. Yep. They had their big MLS book. They used to walk around, you know, the the city with and in their car. And in order for somebody to get information, they had to call a real estate agent. Yep. And that's not true anymore. Yep. They can go online. They can go on MLS.ca and Realtor.ca. They can get all the information they need. Uh, they can do tons of research, and when they're ready to go look at the house or look for a house, then they either ask a friend or family member for a referral, yep. or they go online and Google, yep. right? Um, and that's the market that I focus on. Yep. I still do the, you know, the the keeping in touch with my clients and and you know doing all that side of the business as well. But um, in order to attract new business, that's how I do it. Right. I use Google. I use you know the web traffic and I use direct response as a way to do that. Yeah. And I've said it many times is people are online looking for information, not an agent. Right. And so many agents put themselves as the forefront of it, thinking they're looking for them. Yeah. Most people are not looking for you specifically. No. They're looking for the information and when if you can provide that, you can show them that you've got that information and you can give them value, then they'll want to work with you. Right. And it's about it's also about following up and not yeah. hassling. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. a, you know, provide the information and then keep them updated, yep. you know, and, you know, gently, you know, every once in a while you, you touch base and when they're ready, they're going to call you. And whether it's you or another person, you, you know, obviously you hope it's yourself, yep. but, um, but if you position yourself in such a way that you've been the person that's providing the information in not a pushy way, yep. then I find most people are, are quite happy to give you a call and meet with you you know, get to know you a bit better and you get to know them, what yep. they're looking for. And the relationship's nurtured. You, you don't go from, you know, meeting the person on a first date to getting engaged the next day. <laughs> yeah. You don't. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a process. Yeah. And that process starts with you reaching out to me for information, yep. me providing the information, and then keeping in touch. Yep. And at some point in the future, we'll get together for a meeting and then we'll look at houses, and then we'll go buy a house, and then we'll close the house, and then we'll keep in touch. Yep. And that's the process. Yep. And I find, too, that a lot of people think, because we are in an information age, that they look at information overload, and they think, well, there's already so much information out there, I'm not going to be able to provide the right information for people. And I find it's actually, the important thing is is uh, whittling away the, the bad information and giving them that concentrated good information. So sure. it's how you package that information. Everyone has access to the sales stats and what's out there and what the market's like. If you can give them the right information and free up their time so they're not having to search through thousands of websites exactly. to get the information they want, then you can help them. Like if, you go to a, if, you, if you're a buyer searching on a realtor.ca, you're going to go on there every day and you're going to see the same houses over and over yeah. and over again while you try to research the new ones. Right. What I can provide is a way that every day the new listings come up on the market, they get automatically sent to you. Yep. Right to your inbox, whether you're at work or at home or at the gym. So you don't have to go on to MLS.ca or Realtor.ca and do the research. It's already right there. Yep. The same information, just packaged differently. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, it's about saving time, yep. right? You'd rather be spending time with your family than 
you know, on the computer looking for your next house. Although there right? are some people, I think. Well, they might. <laughs> there are people yeah, that wouldn't spend. They might. They uh, might want to do that too. But yeah. yeah. Okay, so for you, you focused on to get started. You were focusing on a few condo buildings and things like that. Can you tell us a bit about how that evolved and what happened with that? I um well, my direct response. I started with one website, which was uh, KW Real Estate Life, and I designed it as a blog site for me to start sharing my feelings on the real estate market and life in general. And it quickly evolved into something different. Uh, we started focusing on the housing market, right. and I noticed from the traffic that was coming in that it was probably 85% condos. Okay. So about six months in, I decided, you know what, I need to, I need to set up a second website to focus just on the condo market. Yep. So I created kwcondosandlofts.com and you know I, I, I called those websites specific things for a reason to help yep. generate SEO and you know and those kind of things using keyword searches and those, those type of, uh, of tools. And now the condo site generates probably 80% of my leads. Wow. Right? Because Kitchener-Waterloo is in, in its infancy in the condo market. Yep. It's not like Toronto. Where were Toronto was back in the 90s. Right. You know, we're just starting to convert the old buildings. You know, we have four or five loft buildings in town that were old factories, yep. like Arrow and Kaufman. Yep. Um, you know, but we also have a lot of new construction coming online. So there's uh, the condo market is fast becoming the driving force in our community. Right. So I want to be on the forefront of that force, yep. and I want to make sure that I position myself that I'm the go-to person for that market. So how long have you been doing the condo specifically? You said it, you jumped in pretty quick and then realized it. Yeah, I've been doing direct response and uh, my and my web um, business for probably about four and a half years. Okay. And the condo market's been three and a half, four years of okay. that. I still do both. Yep. Right. Like I, I have I have three websites. Yep. One's designed only for condos. One's designed for house house and condos. And then one's my listing site that I house all my listings on. Okay. And all three sites drive traffic between them, and they all drive traffic back to each other. Um, but the condo site, as far as new leads that come in, that's the one that generates the most. Okay. So what are you doing to actually drive the traffic? You mentioned SEO. So why don't we go into for that a bit, and then we'll talk about some of the other strategies. Sure. Um, well, I love Google, and I love... <laughs> I love video, and thank goodness that Google bought YouTube, right? So um, I, I initially started with a, a guy out in Vancouver that was shooting videos from his car, okay. and I decided that's nobody here is doing that. I'm going to try that. So I went out and bought a camera, bought a little pod, and I started shooting videos from my car on any topic in the world, yep. right? Like condo market, new buildings, housing market, you know, lawyers, uh, mortgages. Uh, my actually my 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 most watched video is how to stop birds from pooping on your deck, <laughs> right? Like you know, so it doesn't have to be just real estate yeah. related. It yeah. could be general interest. It could be anything. But what it does is when you when you shoot that video and you put it on YouTube, it increases your traffic ten times, right? Your your views on your traffic. So so I started doing that, and then I would I would cut you know post them into the web into the website, yep. and that's how the SEO started, okay. right? So. So now when you search, you know, uh, say a condo like Seagram's Loft, I'm the first link. Right. Right. There's been times where I've had, I've had four or five of the top 12 links on the first page. Wow. So, and it, it varies, like, yep. you know, different times of the year or it depends on, you know, how active I am in that, in that Seagram's market at that time. Yep. It all varies. But if the last time I've checked and the last 10 times I've checked, I've been the first link on that wow. Seagram search. So it, it, it's, that's how I've used 
video and, and especially Google to drive traffic to the website. Okay. So you're not paying a SEO guy to nope. do your stuff? Because I know a lot of people get sucked into I'm not saying that it doesn't work, but there's a lot of people out there who will take your money to there, get SEO. There is a lot of, uh, I get pitched all the time. Um, and you know my, my sharing of information is not a sales pitch. There's nothing coming at the end about me trying to sell you something. It's just, you know, you invited me onto the show yep. and I'm sharing what I know. Um, but yeah, it's, there's lots of people that will be happy to take your money. And I get companies all the time calling me, can I help you with your SEO? Can I help you with your, you know, your website traffic? And I'm like, I don't need you, yep. right? I, I do it all on my own. I do it all organically. Yep. I've never ever done Google AdWords. Okay. I've never done Facebook pay-per-click. Okay. Every every lead I generate is done organically. Wow. And when I say organically, that means for zero cost. Okay. So then the videos were a big strategy for you. So what else are you doing? Because that's, I mean, videos definitely help, but is there anything else you're adding to that to, um, to increase? Well, as far as the SEO goes, uh, I do some written blogs as well. So blogging is really the core of driving the SEO traffic to my site. So using Google, using using YouTube, using the video. Um, number one, it gets my face out there. Right. Um, it, it, it helps put people a face to a name. Yep. Um, there's a, obviously a trust factor that's built in there when they hear me speaking in front of them on their computer. Um, so that's definitely been a big plus, but I'm also, I also do written blogs. Um, you know, I'll, I'll oftentimes I'll cut and paste information if, uh, you know, if my mortgage broker does a good piece, I, you know, I talk to her and I say, can I borrow that? And I cut and paste it into my, my site because it's, it's just about providing information to people. And that's, that's what it's really all about is just giving, giving the people what they need to make educated decisions. Yep. I think too, an important thing to note is you'll agree with me on this. I'm sure it's, it's important to rank, but you also have to capture that information. So a lot of people do that and they spend all this time and money yes. getting themselves to rank first in Google and then they don't even capture leads. They don't have any call to action. They don't have right. any, and that's where the direct response and that's, comes in. And that's the second piece. And that's the piece that everybody misses, yeah. right? When I, when I speak to groups, you know, I, I've spoken to, at Rebar in Woodstock and in Toronto, and and you know people people will ask, I'll ask people you know how many people have a website you know and everybody puts their hand up obviously <laughs> and if you don't put your hand up you got a big problem um, but my next question is how many people's or how how does your how good is your website is it working yeah. and the majority of the people's hands go down yeah right so for me that's where the direct response piece comes in because. If you get, I can, you know, do all this video and all this SEO and all this blogging and, and grab all that internet traffic and bring them to my website. But once I get them to the website, then what do I do? Yeah. Then you have to say, okay, well, what's the next step? And I've always built my business on what's the next step. Right. And the next step, once you get in there, is to engage. Yep. And you can have a million people come to your website, but if nobody engages with you, it doesn't matter. I could have 10 come to my website. And if 10 people engage with me, then I've got 10 leads, yep. right? The guy that's got a million hits doesn't have anything. Yep. And I, I have an acronym for hits and it's how idiots track sales, <laughs> which, you know, it hits are just that, yep. just people come to the website. You want to be able to engage and convert in order to start a conversation. And that's what, that's what it's about. It's just like social media, right? Social media is not about, you know, for realtors, it's not about push, push, push your listings. It's about engaging the people on, on your Facebook and on your Twitter yep. into conversations. And that's that's where the relationships are built. And once you build that relationship, you build the trust, 
then you can start helping them out in their in their real estate needs. Yeah, exactly. I actually had a good friend of mine, um, not going to say any names, he a few years ago was focusing on SEO, ranking for all the top keywords, doing really well in the area, and just doing amazing. And he kept coming back and he's like, Ryan, I'm not getting any leads, I'm not yeah. getting any leads. He's like, what's going on? I'm getting all this traffic. And I said, are you capturing their information? Are you getting them to put their hand up and yeah. give their information? He's like, no, they, if they like me, they'll leave their information, they'll reach out to me. And I'm like, you can't do that. You have to get them to get the, No, it doesn't have to be sleazy. You don't have to force them into doing stuff. But you have to give them something of value and get them to leave their information in return. As soon as he did that, his business changed overnight. Yeah. He just went through the roof. He listened and he changed his, his approach. And he's now growing his team and is doing very well with it. But it was just that, that uh, psychological change made all the difference in the world. I've always approached the businesses give first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, and there's always an even trade. Yeah. Right? So... Give first, and the even trade will come. And the even trade is, you know, you're not going to get somebody to come to the website and say, you know, can you come over to my house? Because that never happens. <laughs> they they come to the website, they see, okay, well, I can get this information from Kevin, and that's great. So they'll ask for that, and I I, I you know, happily provide it. Yep. You know, no obligation. You know, there's no phone call. There's no harassing. There's nothing. I just send out the information, and I follow up. Yep. And to me, that's giving first. And then, you know, at some point, I always ask for that even trade, which is, you know, when you're ready, I'm here to help. Yeah. And to me, is that's the trade, right? So, but that's where the direct response piece comes in. Because if you, you know, if you go to the website and you say, I want to report on Kaufman loss, I'll be happy to provide that, yeah. right? And that shows that client or that customer that, you know, I'm here to give the information. I freely give the information. They get value from that information because they want to know what their unit's worth, yep. right? And so they go on there looking, okay, well, how much is my Kaufman's loft worth? Well, this is a great way to find out, right? And I'm going to get it for free. Yep. Well, that's great. You know, and it's not just sellers. I get buyers that come, just as many buyers that come on to those sites and ask for the same information that I provide to sellers yep. because buyers want to be educated too, yep. right? And it's important. Because they, you know, it's it's their purchase as well. So they want to make sure they're not going to overpay, which is my job, right? Right. So I'm happy to provide them as well. So for you, the the direct response is important because it captures them. Once they come into the pipeline and they come into that funnel, what are you doing to stay in contact with them? Because that's the other piece too. So I think there's the generating, getting them to the site is important. Yeah. A lot of agents drop the ball on that. Getting them to do take action. A lot of agents drop the ball yeah. on that. And then there's the getting them to actually take action after that and, and meet with you. So what is that phase of your business look like? Well, and that's, that? that's great. That's very true, Ryan, because you, lots of agents will be able to generate leads yeah. and most of them pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they use companies to help generate them, yeah. um, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, to me, I just don't see the need. Um, then, then they drop the ball. Right. Then they, you, they come to the website or they ask for the information and, you know, some of them may send it out, some of them may not, yep. right? And then once you get past that step, the third step is, is staying in touch, and that's where a lot of agents That's where the money's made too, though. Exactly, and that's where a lot of the agents drop the ball. Yep. And I use, uh, obviously I use a CRM, yep. right? Um, so what I do is once, once the lead comes in, um, I send out the information, and then I put them into the CRM, and I get name, address, phone number, email, uh, you know, pretty much everything. It's not just a... A lot of people say, well, I got a lead. It's an email lead, right? Well, it's just that. It's just an email address. 
my leads consist of full name, address, phone number, email address, right? So I have multiple ways to connect with them. So I put them into my CRM and then I set them up on a monthly, um, not a drip, but a, I send out, uh, every month I send out an updated information. So say for example, they're coming in looking for a, a report on arrow, arrow lofts. I would send out the initial report and then every month I would send out an updated report on the activity in the building. Right. And that's a great way to stay in touch because number one, it gives them the new information, which you know they're craving, they wanna know exactly what's up to date. Yep. But number two, it also keeps my face in front of them. Yep. Right, and it, it's, it shows them that I'm still adding value. Right. Now that report they're saying is customized to what they were looking for. Sure. Because I find yeah. a lot of agents, they make the mistake of they put them into a drip or a campaign and they just blast the exact same thing to all thousand people in their database. And to me, I think there's a big disconnect there as well because if they came in as a buyer or they came in as a seller, if they came in as whatever, yeah. they're sending everyone the exact same can spam message. And I find that people don't get the response. No, it's like, it's well. like a print newsletter, you know, like you can start sign up for print newsletter services and you know, they send out the same newsletter to your entire database. Yeah. And that's wonderful. But what happens if that, if that client of yours or that customer that you, you maybe have never met or have been on the database for a while is getting the same newsletter from somebody right. else, yeah. right? So now they're getting two of the same newsletter, but with different names on it. Yeah. So I try to make the pieces that I send out different and unique, right. um, but specific to the client. So again, if they're looking for, and it's not just condos, like uh, we're focusing our conversation on condos, but um, I only do half my business in the condo market. Right. The other half is the housing market, right? Yeah. So if they're looking for you know information on East Bridge house prices or Grand River North house prices, you know I'll send out that information as well, and I and I you know I, I take that and I critique it so that it's directly um, good for them. Yep. Right. You're not you don't if you live in Grand River North, you don't want information on Laurelwood, yeah. which is on the other side of town. Yeah. Right, you want information that's based on your neighborhood. Yep. Right? And I think it's important to understand, back to the direct response, you got them because they specifically were looking for that information. And that's another sure. mistake that agents make is they try to do their whole city. And you can do that, but when you start getting into those specific neighborhoods, specific property types, specific types of buyers or sellers, and you can customize and tailor it, you're going to get a higher response rate and you're going to get more business out of that. But And it's also... like there's We have agents in Kitchener-Waterloo that, that mail to the whole city. Yeah. You know, and... Myself and my team aren't about that. You know, we're we're about providing good value to our clients and our customers. Personal service, yep. right? Like you, you're going to call into the office and you're going to get myself, or you're going to get Yogi, and you're going to get Diane. Yep. You're not going to get one of 15 people, right? <laughs> or I don't come out to your house and I'm going to do a listing presentation and I'm going to pass you off to somebody else, right? right? When you meet with me, you work with me, yep. right? And and that's okay, yep. right? I I. You know, I, I don't do the huge volume that some of the guys do, but I'm okay with that because yeah. I get to spend time with my family, yeah. spend time with my kids, uh, be able to go to soccer games, but I'm also there for my clients. And that's another reason why I work within a team because if I'm not available or I'm on holidays, one of my team members can help out or vice versa. If they're away, I can help them out. And so our clients get really good personal service and they're always taken care of. Okay. So I want to go back to the direct response thing again because yeah. I think that's an important part that again a lot of agents are missing. What does that look like for you? Can you actually can you describe direct response marketing? Be, I'll just stop there for a second because we just had a, a guest on. He was a copywriter. He went pretty pretty explained it pretty well. But I want to have your take on what you think direct response marketing is and what it isn't and what's important about it. 
Well, I don't have the definition in front of me, but <laughs> um, my take on direct response marketing is someone asking for something of value to them. Yep. So, you know, if you're going to come, whether it's a web lead or whether it's a, you know, you're, you're delivering flyers to a neighborhood, because you can use direct response in, in a variety of ways, um, not just on the, on the internet, but it's, it's someone asking for information that they're going to find helpful and useful to educate themselves on some topic and you're going to provide that in exchange for their contact information, right? So that's really my definition of it Um, and I've studied it for four years so I think I I have a fairly good knowledge of it Um, but that would be my take on it. So for you, what kind of things are you offering? What kind of what are you getting people to give their information? What do you find works? What doesn't work? Um, you know, a lot of people will will say, you know, here's a report on the 10 top things to avoid. I, I call them the negative reports, right? <laughs> the top 10 things to avoid when selling your house or, you know, the top seven things to look for during a home inspection. Yeah. You know, that's direct response too. Yep. You know, that's inf- you're providing information to people. That stuff really doesn't work. Okay, um, I have different. If you go onto my websites, I have different sections, and and there's one that you know says uh, you know free reports. I never get anybody asking for those. Okay, I every all the all the people that come in are I would say 75, 80 percent of them are asking for a pricing report right. on their neighborhood, their condo building, uh, you know something that's their neighborhood, something that's important to them, and then the other 20 percent are typically buyers coming in asking for information on listings, right? And asking in a way so that they don't have to do the work, right? right? I'm going to do the search. I'm going to send out the initial the initial report of what's for sale that fits your criteria. And then I'm going to keep them updated daily um, via, you know, the, the, the systems that we use to send them all the new listings that come up that fit that criteria. So those are the two, the two pieces that really generate the most traffic for me. I, every once in a while I get somebody that asks me for a report on yeah. top 10 things not to do, but not very often. I find those, I mean, you can get them, but they don't end up converting as well because they're no. looking for all kinds of those reports different, in different places. Sure, and you can you can go onto Google and you can say top 10 reasons why not to buy a house or top 10 reasons why to buy a house, and you're going to get you know 150 different reports. Right? Or they're all the exact same. Or they're all exactly the same, <laughs> the, right? The templated uh, websites and they all have the exact same yeah. on every single thing. Yeah, like you know? if you, you know, there's lots of agents that, that, that sign up for a company branded website, yeah. right? And all those websites are all the same. Yeah. So you are going to get, you know, 50 agents in your office that all have the same information. Yeah. So that type of stuff really doesn't work. It's, it's, the, it's the information that's really specific to that client or that customer or that lead that is what they're really looking for. Okay. So yeah. for you, what's next in your business and what do you think is next in the SEO world? Well, Google's always changing. You know, it's what you think's working today <laughs> probably wasn't working yesterday because Google changed it the day before. Yeah. You know, it's it's really hard to keep up with. Um, as far as SEO, I, I think you just have to keep on keeping on, right? right? If you, it's like anything. If you're, if you're out there cold calling or door knocking and you stop, cold calling and door knocking, your leads are going to fall off. Yep. If you 
are doing SEO. And the nice thing about SEO is I call it the difference between fresh peaches and canned peaches. You know, I do canned peaches because they sit on the shelf and they can sit there for six months and they'll still be okay when you open them. That's a good analogy. Right? But if you have a fresh peach and you put that on the shelf, after a couple of days, it's not going to be any good. So that's the door knocking and the the cold calling. Once you stop, it's done, right? right? The leads will stop. When I use video and I use Google and I use YouTube, that stuff sits there forever. So like I've gotten people that have emailed me off of a, of a blog post I did on YouTube two years ago, you know, and I'm like, how did you find me? Well, I seen this video on this and this. I'm like, that's great. That's perfect. Exactly what I want to hear. So, you know, as far as where SEO is going, I just think, I don't think it's going to change at all. Um, Google's going to change your algorithms and, you know, keyword searches may change a little bit. I don't know what the future is going to bring, but at the end of the day, I don't see it changing that much as far as the nuts and bolts of it, but you have to keep doing it right? You, you have to keep putting out the content and making the content relevant and good, um, good content. and good. Yeah. Relevant to people. Yeah. Right. Like if you, if you're putting out crap, you're going to get, you're going to get crap back. You have to make sure it's, it's, it's something that people want. Right. And they're going to use. And in line with the niche agent, the content you should be doing should be niche relevant, specific, not just broad. The, sure. the days of just talking about just real estate or just the housing market or specifically Google's cracking down on those. They're not. They don't want these broad. Things. Sure. They want local, hyper local, specific to the what those buyers are looking for, and that's where you're, I think you're going to find the biggest success. And I think that's why the condo site does so well, right? Because it's you know if if you take my two the two blog sites that I have, one has houses and condos. Yeah. One has just condos, so that's why I generate more traffic on the condo site because it's a niche site. Right. Right. It's only generated or only specific to the condo market, and it's really only specific to five buildings. Right. Um, I've, I'm not focusing on new construction too much. I focus on Seagram's Loft, Bower Loft, Mansion Loft, Kaufman Loft, and Arrow Lofts. Yep. So there's only five loft buildings in Kitchener-Waterloo, and I focus on all five of them. So, And between those five buildings, there's you know 600 units, 800 units maybe. Yep. So there's lots of business there, yep. right? So that's and that that comes back to your point when you talk about niche marketing that's kind of what i'm doing yep. to focus on that niche and it's working <laughs> yeah it seems to be working quite well yeah okay so uh why don't we wrap up quickly so why don't you give us a golden nugget a good takeaway so if someone is thinking about doing seo or doing specific websites can you give some insider uh tips for people don't be afraid um the biggest i think the biggest thing that people have is that they don't want to get if you're going to use video they don't want to get in front of the camera, right? Right? You know, and if you go check me out, you, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Baker Real Estate. You can you can check out, you know, any of the videos I shot. You know, I'm not the I'm not the movie star guy, right? <laughs> you know, I'm just a, I'm just a normal average guy that decided to suck it up and take the camera out and sh- and shoot point and shoot. Yep. And that's the biggest thing I think you can you can take away from this is don't be afraid. You got to try it and spend a little time learning about it. Don't don't pay people to do it for you because they have all the control. Right. Right? I own my websites. Nobody can take those away right. from me. If you're gonna pay somebody to do SEO for you and then that company goes out of business, then what do you gotta do? You gotta pay somebody else to do it. Yep. If you learn it yourself, you're gonna lose the fear and you're gonna do a much better job about it. So that would be the I think the biggest takeaway is don't be afraid and just go do it. Okay, great. Kevin, we appreciate you being on the show. So what uh, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they want to check out what you're doing or if they want to connect with you? 
Uh, well, I work at Remax Twin City in Kitchener Waterloo, so the office number is 519-579-4110. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter uh, at Baker Real Estate is uh, my Twitter handle. Um, and uh, my email address is kevinbaker at kwhometeam.ca. Perfect. And if they're looking for any condo lofts in uh, Kitchener, Waterloo, they'll give you a call. I'm the guy to call. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thanks Thank for being on the show. All right. Take care. Thanks.